0: Hello and welcome everybody to episode number 42. And for you fellow delxic people out there, that's a 2 and a 4. This is your uh, weekly podcast where we talk about books. We do listen to audiobooks. You want to know why? Go back to episode number 1. That kind of describes why we prefer audiobooks. And if anybody wants to join us, uh, please feel free, um, send an email, Tracy at podness.com. Same thing with any comments, questions, concerns, and corrections, email Tracy at podness.com. And uh, we do want other people to join us. We encourage it. We welcome it. Or if you don't want to, you just want to recommend a book, throw that our way also. We do like, and I talk about we. Who's this we business? The we business is me, Tracy, Hol- otherwise known as Holster. And my partner in crime, all the way up there in the state of Connecticut, for you post office people, that's a C and a T, we got Jonathan Nadeau. Yes, bonjour. Yeah, Mr. French-Canadian in (laughs) Connecticut. (laughs) should have had German, just really had everybody kind of wheels off.
1: Speaking of Canadians, is it true there's no Canadian teams in the NHL playoffs?
0: No, 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 that was last year. Okay. Uh, this year there was everyone was in it except uh, Vancouver and Winnipeg. All the rest were Ah,
1: uh, okay. okay.
0: Yeah, but uh, that reminds me I was in the army station in Germany. Now, I'd be in Germany. Okay, In Germany, ordering Mexican food served by a Korean paying in dollars. There
1: you go. It doesn't get much better than that.
0: <laughs> exactly. So you have some cultural stuff going all over the place there. But... Yeah, so this time uh, we are going to be talking about stuff we like about audiobooks, stuff we don't like about audiobooks, stuff we wish audiobooks had, stuff we didn't have, and if we've changed how we listen to them and anything. But before I continue, next week's book, if you want to join along, people, it's called Stark's War by Jack Campbell. Um uh this is a three-part series. This is just the first book. Uh, basically, if you like any type of war books, I think you'll enjoy this one. gets a little more into it than just battle and war, and where it's fought is a little different. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So, Mr. Jonathan, how you doing?
1: Good, good. Hey, you know what I thought of? Was, um, I forgot to ask you. Speaking of uh, Canada and Canadian, uh, it was a while ago, but weren't you going out to eat and you're going to get some, uh, is it like Putin? Is that what it's called? P-putain?
0: Putain? Putain. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It,
0: it's If you guys don't know what putain is, Google it. Basically, sounds like, eh, but it's good. Uh, You got French fries, you put gravy on it, there's some cheese curds. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, that is
1: Canadian. In cuisine, folks. <laughs>
0: yes, especially over the French-Canadian area, the Montreal area. And the place I liked what they did, they did half cheese curds and half feta. So you still had the little twang and everything from the feta, too. So you had a little other touch to it, and that was pretty darn good. Now, when you eat it, you do feel your left ventricle tighten and harden as you <laughs> eat it. But, boy, is it worth it. Mm-mm-mm. I had that, yeah. and I remember I had a nice grilled chicken, and it had uh, this sauce on top that was made from peppers and mushrooms. Oh, and a wine that sauce. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. That was good.
1: Yeah, we we're at a um, a fair last year, and it's, it's coming up actually pretty soon. So maybe I'll maybe I'll do it this year. But they had a, a food truck that just served uh, putin and I had I've never had it. And I, had, I had been saying recently I wanted to try it, and I was like. I don't know if my first time trying free from a food truck It would either be really amazing or it would be really bad.
0: Yeah, most I find out food trucks, if you've seen them more than two months, they have to be pretty good. They'll be shut down because no one will eat them.
1: Yeah, yeah. So may- maybe next year if the food truck's there again, I'll, uh, I'll give it a shot. Do it, do it, do it. Peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm going to say this
0: real, real quick here. Um, what I want everybody to do is go to podnas.com. Go to the right-hand page. Go down, look at that uh, donate button. Click the one-time donate button. If you can only donate one dollar, just donate a dollar. If you can afford a dollar a month, do the dollar a month. Help it out. Help everything out. This doesn't go to us. This does go right to the show information. You know, to help all the shows and stuff and get uh, Mister Door-to-Door Geek. Out there to all this stuff. Uh, I see a lot of people complaining. They want to go to these shows, but then they don't help out a little bit. So he does need some help with that because stuff costs money. Yep. That's it. We're done. No more talk about that. Uh, uh, this time we are going to talk about audiobooks. Uh, if this does not interest you, we are sorry. Uh, you can wait till next week for another episode.
1: Next time we'll talk about Braille books.
0: Exactly um stuff braille doesn't make sense you know you know braille on drive through atm machines and don't tell me that atm <laughs> machine can go inside it could they just one machine uh, still this stuff does not make sense you know and uh, now he, speaking of braille here's some braille stuff i don't understand the stuff, you know, the legality where they have to put the Braille on there. You'll be, like, walking down this long hallway, and there'll be, like, rooms are on the right, and on the hallways it's just one big, long 100-, 200-foot wall. Right in the middle, there's a direction sign, you know, like 6 inches high, 12 inches long, letters on top, Braille underneath. The only thing on that wall. How's a blind person supposed to find that? They're really? <laughs> really so some of the times when you got the legal stuff you have to do it, you just got to think to yourself, yeah, okay, no, you know. <laughs> this just doesn't make sense, but yeah, I guess government doesn't.
1: Yeah, no, there's no universal like, oh, signs should go here or, you know, put them on the around the corners or something. You're right. No no blind persons walking down a hall. With their hand, you know, going up and down while they're walking, you know, down the hall and trying to see if there's going to be a sign or something. No, no blind person does that. Exactly. That's when you just go, hey,
0: a little help. Where's five, exactly. room 587? <laughs> see, Jonathan knows better than it to ask me. If me and he are going to a conference or something, I'll be like, here, Jonathan, here's your seat. It's going to start in 10 minutes. I'm going to run to the bathroom. Yeah,
1: he'd take and, you know, in the ladies' bathroom or something.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I'm not that mean. I'll now nah, I might take you into, uh, how to crochet class, you know, and put you out <laughs> right in the front so you really don't want to leave. But, uh, you know, hey, that's why Jonathan won't ask me. He'll ask a complete stranger. Yeah, there's deeper issues into that, but we're not going to get into that at this time. <laughs> All right. Okay, audiobook stuff. Um, very, very, very quickly, we go into detail in Episode 1. Uh, we prefer audiobooks basically because, one, I got dyslexia and I can sit down when I read. Um, I can listen to an audiobook all day and never get tired. When I start reading, besides being a pretty slow reader, you know, I'll fall asleep in 20 minutes. 20 minutes, I'm out. You know, I, I, it doesn't matter what the book is. It can be the same thing. I'm listening to it. Uh, just something in my brain just makes me start wandering off somewhere. I can sit and listen to an audiobook. And a lot of times at night, I'll sit and listen to an audiobook in my chair, lights out, TV off, and just sit there, and not fall asleep, just boop, happy as can be. That's why I prefer audiobooks. Jonathan, on the other hand, prefers audiobooks because he's got a really hard time reading books. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is blind. I'm sure you guys know that. But so, and, and, and albeit the technology is there to listen to him for him. Um, even if he was proficient in Braille, um, just the affordability and the access to books for Jonathan just would not be there. Like oh, a company, yeah, like, yeah. company like Audible, there's absolutely no difference between me and Jonathan enjoying books on Audible. Not one. Now, you can jump up and down about DRM, this and that, about everything. Audible is still, in my opinion, for pure audio books, the best there is except the public library.
1: Yep, yeah.
0: Now, I do prefer the public library. Obviously free, and they have a lot. If you don't, and we can talk about this places we get real quick here. Uh, I get some of mine from Friends, Library, and Audible. That's basically, and I think Jonathan's about the same.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So we got that out of the way. Now we will talk about audiobooks. Stuff we like about audiobooks. Uh, do you want to do that or the stuff we don't like?
1: Yeah, let's do the stuff we like first.
0: Okay, stuff we like, first and foremost, I really, really like the books, uh, and and not every book can be done like this, and I fully understand them. I really like the books that are almost like a production, where you have different voices for every different person.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it is a production, like, have you ever listened to the Leviathan Chronicles?
1: uh no you know we've talked about them and i was gonna read them at some point but i uh, i don't think we we got each other you know didn't get me the book so i haven't listened to those but like one of the books that sticks out in my mind is the latest star wars uh book a lot of the star wars books are dramatized where it's sound effects and like you said each each person has their own voice and all kinds of stuff like that I, i i love it when books you know really take it to that next level exactly that that is really high
0: production I think that's one of the reasons I love old-time radio so much uh, I love old-time radio books um, it, it's it, it's very good when I go on road trips that's one of the things if I, if I don't have an audiobook I want to knock out um, I throw in some uh, old-time radio shows uh, my top two is X minus one in the shadow hands down those are my two favorite series in audio in old-time radios
1: yeah, it's cool. It's cool when people look at, especially these days now, when people approach the audiobook and utilize everything they can for that particular platform. You know, like like I said, go on the extra mile with the the effects and the different voices. I mean, granted, it costs more, and I'm, I would hope that they you know recoup their their fees on that. But I I just think for people that even you know even not being blind, people that listen to audiobooks, I'm sure most people would appreciate that over just some guy saying, and then Susie walked across the street. She looked like, well, you know, like, it's just more exciting.
0: Yeah, well, just speaking of like the Leviathan Chronicles, Leviathan Chronicle is a good book. If it was just somebody reading it, I would say it would probably be about a 7.5 to an 8. Good book worth spending the time. With how it was produced and everything, it jumps it up to a 9, 9.5. So just that alone makes it a lot better. Um, That one was at first, it it was almost like the patio books uh, where you got like one a week and everything like that. And it was free and how he made, how he made his money was after the first book, uh, he started charging for different uh, little novelettes and uh, different chapters being released early and stuff like that. So it was his model, how he did it. And I remember, um, he was asking for people for parts because it could all be done remotely and you could record it at your house and everything like that. And I actually applied and he got back to me and I think something might have happened, but that was at the point where I just couldn't, I did not have the time because of my business. I had to come back and I say, I'm sorry, but I, I got to drop out. So I almost, and I wasn't official, but I almost could have been on that book. And that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, but, uh, that's the really thing about audiobooks I like. Uh, I really like unabridged. I'm not a big abridged audiobook fan. No, me you, neither. you lose too much. Now, there is a couple exceptions like that. The Count of Montecrisco we had was abridged. But yeah. our abridged version was still like 18 hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So the, there is a time and a place for abridged. But... Uh, uh, standard books, I, I'm not a big abridged fan. I do like the unabridged. That's one of the first things I look to when I pick an audiobook up, or I look at an audiobook, I make sure I see that tag on there, unabridged.
1: Yeah, another thing that I like is e- e- even if the book isn't you know like fully dramatized, like we were saying, if the reader, you can tell if like the, the reader loves to read, or not only do they love to read, but if they love like the particular book they're reading, and so a book that I think is great that only has you know one reader is Ready Player One. The way Will Wheaton reads that book is amazing. And even the guy that reads the books for um, Game of Thrones, uh, I don't remember his name, but he does a really great job too at reading uh, the books for Game of Thrones. So it can still be done right even with one reader, but there's other books where you could tell the person reading is like, I'm just getting paid to do this, uh, this book sucks. So, you know, like they just don't wanna be there, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I think who does a good job on that, in my opinion, is the Iron Druid Chronicles, when he, how he reads that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: When he does that, when he says something, some of the times he does not even have to say, like, this person said this because you can tell by the voice. And in the past, especially when you get to Oberon, you yeah, know, exactly. yep. uh, he, that's the dog, you know, and some of the um, gods out there, you can kind of tell just by his voice. He does a good job on that. So anything else before we get to the unlikes?
1: Uh, No, I think that's it.
0: Okay, unlikes. We touched on this a second ago. One of the big things I hate is when an author tries to save money and reads the book themselves in their monotone. That's harsh to listen to. Harsh, harsh. Now, some authors do an awesome job. Awesome job. Some you know, basically reading on, you know, the book we're listening to is, you know, and just like, oh my gosh, you know, the couple of times I actually stopped listening to him because it was so hard to listen to.
1: Yeah, because sometimes for those authors, that's like the 10... millionth time they're like reading through the book, you know, after all the edits and blah, blah, blah. And, oh yeah, by the way, we need you to read the audio for the book. They're just like, I'm so sick of this book. If I read another sentence, I'm going to throw up, you know, like they're just probably so sick of the book by then they want nothing to do with it.
0: <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so that's one of the things I don't like. Uh, in usually books don't do this every now and then there's uh, uh, something that was, especially when you get to like part of your books there was really no written format. It was really made for an audio format. Um, and it seems to be just that format. If it was written strictly for audiobook format, it tends to have this um, beginning of the book where it sets everything up and it starts to build, 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 going up the side of a mountain, just building, building, climax, getting, 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 getting there, getting there. And then just ends. Just all of a sudden, you know, is in the midst of everything and, you know, a minute later it's over you're like what you know and it just kind of all of a sudden stops and it seems to be just for audiobooks only that do that uh regular books necessarily don't but uh, that's another thing every now and then i have a hard time with just like very abrupt endings
1: yeah i wonder if you do that because um you know with if it's audio first and foremost you can usually, especially if you're using, like, PodioBooks.com or whatever, you obviously have a, a much quicker release schedule. So I wonder if some people do that and just, like, oh, well, I'll have another episode in a month. So, or whatever, I'll have, I'll, 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 start book two and get that rolling out. So I wonder if they do that. You know, like, I'm just going to leave this major cliffhanger because I, I know in a month from now I'm going to, you know, get it back up and running. Exactly. Um, one other thing I don't like is...
0: And it's it's not their fault. This is just what they've done um, at Patio Books. New books coming out where you get like one chapter a week. And that's how the authors release them. You know, it's 25 chapters. It comes over 25 weeks. I won't even start it until it's completely done. Even if it's the best one, I'm waiting for the next one. I won't until the next one's completely done. Because I, I don't want to sit down and say, "Now what was that again last week and two weeks ago I was listening to? It? I just want to listen to it all Now... Knowing the beginning of each chapter, I'm going to have 30 seconds to a minute of possible commercial and possible intro again for every chapter. I don't care. You know, I, I want to just all at once.
1: Yeah, Scott Sigler, he was the first guy I came across on audiobooks. And I just thought it was awesome what he's doing. I was like, man, this guy is literally giving away his whole book on audio. Granted, it's one week at a time or whatever, but... I just thought this is amazing, and especially because he would you know like you said, Tracy, he would have these sort of commercials at the beginning like, hey, go to godaddy.com or slash whatever and you know get my goDaddy promos or you know he was just trying to monetize it that way. I thought that was pretty awesome I'm I, depending on the book, there's sometimes where I'll listen to it week by week or sometimes where I'll let it build up for five or ten weeks maybe, and then kind of binge listen I, I can't say I've ever let a, a book go the whole way though I don't think.
0: Oh yeah, I uh, there's so much stuff I have to listen to. I'll just I just 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 will wait. Um, do you remember your first PatioBook.com book, com pretty, book?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was uh, the the rookie by Scott Sigler. I, I stumbled across that and I was just like, this is amazing. Okay, sir.
0: I- yeah, mine I I remember distinctly. Uh, Seventh Son, unbelievable. I listened to that and I was like, how is this free?
1: Oh, I've never read that actually. A, that was Phil, that- Phil Rossi. Is that it?
0: uh i think so i'll look it up while you're talking
1: yeah i think i think it's the rocks i think seventh son has a couple of other parts to it and i I kept i want to say it was recently maybe a year ago and i stumbled across i was like oh yeah i always meant to like listen to this and download it and never never got to it and uh i still haven't downloaded it but after hearing you mention it now i have to i have to do that yeah no jc hutchins oh that's right that's right jc hutchins
0: yeah there's different series and there's actually even a prequel that it came out after all the series are done. Um, uh, yeah, that one. I first thing I thought was, how is this free? And secondly, how has this not already been a movie? You know, it, 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 yeah, those are the first two things I thought. And I said, this is unbelievable. I love this site. And I can probably say I probably listened to as much Patio Books as I have Audible. Yeah,
1: so speaking of potty books, if you guys have never checked it out, you definitely need to check out that website. There is a ton of really good stuff on there. I I don't even know how many books I've listened to off that site, and I can honestly say I don't think I listened to one book where I was just like, wow, that that was a waste of my time.
0: Yeah, another one, uh, if you want to listen to Potty Books by Scott Skigler, is Earthcore. That's oh, yeah. another one. Oh,
1: yeah. That's a great book.
0: Now, Potty Books was bought out. I don't know if you know that.
1: Oh, no,
0: I didn't. Yeah, a Scribble bought them out. Uh,
1: okay, okay. They
0: still have their books there. It, it's I don't like the new layout and everything. Um, uh, patio Books was good, but I know Patio Books had a hard time financially. I knew that. Um, yeah. I actually I actually was. Uh, they had something set up for a monthly donation. I did that because I loved it so much. But I, I, I think this was good in the long term for it um there's different ways you can get to it but just go to pottybooks.com and it kind of describes it um right there on the front page you can just go to pottybooks.com it kind of directs you over and it says hey do you want to listen or do you want to publish so they make it easy and everything like oh, that okay. so it's it, there's nothing wrong with it i just don't like the new layout um and there's like crowd pricing. It's, it's not as easy to get to a lot of the free books, let me say, but it's still not a bad thing. If you know, the book is good and you want to put a dollar down that is worth it because it helps everybody out in the long run. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's still okay, but yeah, go to potty books, scribal. It's, it's, you, you know, uh, let me see if you go to the scribal homepage. Um, yeah, Yes, if you go to their page and click on Browse Books, so, and then you got okay. a free they got a free book section too. So yeah, so yeah, you could do that too. So there's nothing wrong with that. Now, saying that they have upped their library a lot, because now you can get some of these books that aren't in podcast format, where they're saying you know hey for uh, two ninety nine you can get this audiobook right now. Ah, so, okay. Okay. so which is fine. I don't mind I don't mind paying for books. So uh, that's why I am audible. I'm a two, two credit a month subscriber. So I spend 24 bucks a month on audiobooks for two credits. So and that gets me two books a month on audible. Um, nothing wrong with that. And people are saying, Oh, you know, you're spending a $12 a book. That's fine. I get a lot of enjoyment out of that $12.
1: Yeah, and it's way less than paying for cable. Exactly.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's I listen to more audiobooks than I do cable, um, hand, hands down, not even close. And even if you say, okay, let's say I stop every night between 6 and 8 at night, go to bed between 10 and midnight, that time there, I still listen to more audiobooks than I do watch TV. Now, yeah. some of the times I'll have, like, the hockey game on, sound off and listening to an audiobook – I might do that, you know, where I'm watching a game. But yeah. during the during the day, hands down. Um, it, it's, yeah, I guess anything more we don't like, because then we can go into how we listen to, because that's what I was going to go into.
1: Uh, and I think that's it for what we don't like. Okay. It's kind of an
0: abrupt ending there, but I kind of want to get into how we listen to. And what I did is I mean, a lot of the stuff I do on my land here, it's like loud and noisy, you know, on my tractor, on my mower. In the greenhouse with the pumps going, you know, and stuff like that. I found a really good set of Bluetooth speakers. Now, they're not expensive. Um, I think they were only like 25, 28 bucks, but they weren't noise canceling, but they fit over the ear, you know, so they were a little larger Bluetooth, which I liked, and that blocks all the sound. I can be on my zero turn mower. Have that on, and I can hear crystal clear. I don't have to have the volume jacked up all the way, you know, where it hurts your ears after a while. Mm, So it's nice volume level. I could just sit and listen to it. Uh, Matter of fact, last week I was listening to, I don't know if you know the radio show, Red Eye Radio. No, I'm not familiar with that. Okay. It used to be called the Overnight Trucker radio basically they don't talk much about trucking basically their current events news and humorous way and it's done overnight it's overnight so i was listening to them and it was i had like uh, 45 minutes left i finished mowing i actually went to mowed an area i wasn't going to mow for a few more days just because i wanted to finish it it's that enjoyable to listen to That's so cool. yeah it, it's not just the show i was listening to how comfortable it is i am not i uh I do not like earbuds at all. I can have them in my ear, and 15 minutes later, they just hurt. Uh, can you listen to earbuds?
1: Uh, for the longest time, I would use earbuds, but you know, I, I I would always have just one earbud in, and my you know other ear opened because I could just hear everything going on around me. And so normally, my earbuds like one one would die, one end would die, and I would just use the other end until they're both dead. <laughs> um, but recently, like six months ago, my earbud died, and I was like, ah, I need to, you know, need to go to Walmart and just buy a, you know, junky ten dollar set. Of the pair that's how I would usually buy. But my son had an extra, like, set of like normal head, like old school headphones, you know, that you put over your head, and, like had the big ears and all that. And uh, I was like, hey, I'm gonna borrow these headphones. And ever since I started using those, I I don't use earbuds anymore. The, the sound quality is so much better than earbuds. And I can still just you know leave one of the one of the sides off my ear, so I've switched over to kind of normal old school headphones now.
0: If you like that, if you're ever getting to a new one, um, a lot of truckers wear these. Um, you'll see them where it like fits over the ear on one ear, and then it just bands on top of the head with a microphone. Those are Bluetooth. Um, they're blue parrot and blue, something else, blue parrot and blue, another blue bird somewhere. I think if I remember, um, but, uh, they're really, they got huge noise canceling when you're talking. Okay. So you can literally be standing next to an engine and it's as clear as we're talking now. Oh, that's um, cool. but if you like that, it would be real comfortable for you because it sits on kind of wraps over the head, like the two over the ears, but only one ear is covered and the other one stops, you know, just above your ear, you know, so it sits there. So it's really comfortable. So it's not sitting sideways on your head a little bit. And if you do get a phone call, just pump the mic down and uh, you can do that. Now, these are 60 to 120 bucks, a little more expensive, but quality-wise, they're great, you know, like yeah, that's that. Cool. Uh, especially the noise canceling uh, part when you're talking, because uh, you if you talk to a lot of truckers, why they all wear them. Uh, if you have regular Bluetooth, even inside the cab, it's just too loud for people to really understand you. Yeah. So yeah, that no, that's, that's why cool. a lot of that's why a lot of audio stuff look to people that really do it a lot, like professional drivers in the audio and what they truckers do. Um, they you know, they gear towards good I wish I remembered the other name. It was Blue Parrot and, dang it, oh, well. You'll know, but you'll see it online. If you type in Blue Parrot on Amazon, you'll uh, see the other ones. You know, scroll down a little bit and you can see what other people looked at. You can see them. and uh, So if you like the over-the-ear but only want one ear, highly recommend those. Highly, highly, highly.
1: Very cool, okay.
0: Maybe put that on your Christmas gift list. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and equipment that I'm still probably 99% on my phone. Uh, everything goes on my phone. If I have the full book, I use the app called Maple, Maple Player. Um, I do have the paid version. There's a pay and a free. I really like it. I can speed up. I can slow down. It, it automatically creates chapters. When I stopped, not really chapters, but at bookmarks, that's what I'm looking for. When okay, I stopped listening cool. to it, so if my phone reboots, it automatically says, hey, you left off at blank. Do you want to continue there? Yes, I do. And when you, you can say, hey, search this folder. So I have an audio folder, and then I inside the audio folder, I have different folders, music, audio books, other. And it automatically categorizes all them by the tags and says, hey, do you want to search by name of the book? by author, by title, whatever, just browse. Uh, So it makes it really easy for me to listen to it if it's, and then obviously the Audible app, um, I use that. Uh, And that Audible app does a good job for being a a big company. Now, they're all about audio. They're continually updating it. I can tell they're never really happy about it, which I like you can tell they're always trying to improve it because it's updating quite often I will say at least twice a month is being updated and even if it's little tiny tweaks here and there I really like that instead of one big huge updates every 18 months um, it's more a little more stable but you can tell they're never really happy they're always trying to improve their audio listening to which they don't have to as much as they do Uh, obviously they got to keep their customers happy but how they do it is really good. And again, we're not going to get into the whole DRM debate here. That's between you and them. Uh, yeah. do I like the up? No, but I'm a realist. I want to listen to some of the books that are out there. And that's how I can legally listen to them books. We all know there's ways you can get to a lot of these books illegally, but I'm talking the legally ways I can get to the books and go.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. I would probably use my phone, uh, maybe 30% of the time. Uh, Normally, if I'm going to listen to something on Audible, I pretty much use my phone. I I don't like that I can't get as fast as I want it to. So, I, if I'm going to listen to an Audible, I only listen like a little over two x. If you jack, I think it only goes up to three. But if it goes up to three, it just it can't handle it. It gets kind of choppy. It's just no good. So, um, I can I have my audio player. It's called a Victor Stream Reader, and that can play Audible books also, but. It's, it's a little annoying, and you have to, you know, again, DRM, whatever. I have to, like, authorize my audio player to play the Audible uh, files, which what I haven't set up to do that, but it's just kind of a pain. So if it's going to be Audible, I just usually use my phone. But if it's a regular, you know, MP3 file that I have the book on, I'll always use my player to listen to it uh, that way.
0: Yeah, the other little – the only times I listen to the other ones – it would be if I know I'm going on a road trip, instead of having it on my phone, you know, an MP3 or whatever format like that and Bluetooth to my stereo, I'll just throw it. My, my car stereo will take USB drives um, or MP3s on discs. I'll put it on a disc or put it on the thumb drive, put it in and just listen to it that way. Um, I actually prefer the CD to the thumb drive. Because thumb drives, t- for some reason, the thumb drives tend to be slower to reading when it tries to index everything. Sometimes it's like when you start the car, up and get gas, it's like, come on. You know, where the CD will just, you know, my audio, you know, MP3s on there, bam, you know, I'm right yeah. there. Yeah. So, um, I really like that. So, usually I'll put it, uh, mine does read DVDs, you know, and MP3s. So, you know, I can have, you know, boy. I can have, you know, five, six books, you know, yeah, on yeah. one disc, you know. Now, uh, usually when I drive back to North Dakota, it's about, uh, oh, 21 hour, 20 21, 23 hour drive, depending on which way I go. Um, the 23 hour way, or 22 and a half or something, is all interstate. I don't have to stop. It's just cruise and go. And the 21 is highway straight up. I got a lot of stops Little towns, So it kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for. If I'm in the mood to veg and listen to books, I go the interstate way. And if I want more country, I do the other way. But the reason I say that is I can just put, you know, three, four books on the discs and I'm fine, you know, and I just go, you know. So matter of fact, my first time, I don't know if I've said this before, the first time. Me and my wife. My wife really ever listen to audiobooks. She's always been a reader. She has to hold it in her hand, the book. Yeah. You know, yeah. not not on a device, not on a Kindle. It has to be a book in her hand. She's a fast reader too. We were taking a trip back home, and um, Dan Brown book uh, called Digital Fortress. Maybe that's when we should talk about. Oh. Good book. Okay. She started listening to it, and we got to. We're getting ready to stop. And we had one hour left in the book. We got to the hotel. I turned the car off. She looked at me and said, "Are you flipping stupid? You know we only have an hour left. Turn the car back on." I'm like okay. So we had to finish the book before I could even go check in. And I said, "What about we listen to it in the room?" <laughs> no, we're finishing it now. Okay. So <laughs> so we sat in the parking lot. You know, on the bright side, sitting in the parking lot at the hotel. You know, I. Could get when somebody would leave, I could maneuver to a closer spot. So exactly, <laughs> that was that was that wasn't too bad. But and after that, she kind of got into audiobooks when she drives too. Um, although she did find two podcasts she really likes. So I think I've turned my wife into an audiobook and podcast person. You know, she's uh, that's her main source of entertainment now is podcast and audiobooks. So I got a convert finally.
1: Yeah, the other yeah, my wife listens to uh, tons of podcasts too. So,
0: okay, speaking of that, percentage-wise, audiobooks to podcasts, I am probably eighty audiobooks, twenty podcast.
1: Man, right now I would say I'm like ninety eight percent audiobooks and two percent podcasts.
0: Okay. Um, now, when we say, "Man, that's a high percentage," now realistically, I probably let me guess. Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 hours a day. So take the low in 8. 8 times 5 is 40. So minimum 40 hours a week I'm listening to stuff. So when you're talking about I'm 80%, I'm still that 20% uh, podcast is still more than most people.
1: Yeah, I mean, just the other day I mowed through the Galactic Football League uh, GFL series by Scott Sigler. It's got five books. And I want to say I listened to them all, and it was like two and a half days or so. Okay, yeah. So we are on the high
0: end, so we don't want to talk about, oh, you guys make a podcast. You barely listen to podcasts. No, we still listen to tons of podcasts. We just listen to tons of audio content. Yeah, So, yeah. So that's that's why that is for that. So that's basically how we listen to it now once in a while I do have the audible app on my computer um, I do have the computer hooked up to the TV so once in a while uh, I might listen use the audible app because it has the whisper sync where if I stop on my phone it will automatically start playing where I left off on the app for the uh, another phone or tablet or on my uh, computer so I might have that playing on the computer when I'm watching a ball game or a hockey game or something like that also, or if I am working, I really, really wish, and here's one thing I wish Audible would do. They would make a Roku app. I, I really, really mm, do. Mm. I, I listen to quite a bit. I'll turn the Roku on to some music and stuff like that. When I'm in the house and cleaning very, very convenient. Uh, the computer is all the way at the one end of the house and the, you know, in the computer room. So, Uh, I really wish it was in our main room where when I'm cleaning or doing stuff in there, I could just start playing the book on my Roku. Um, I have emailed them about that, and they've said, uh, that's a good idea. We'll have to uh, look into that, you know, uh, but that's basically what they always say. So that's one thing I really, really wish would come out.
1: Yeah, the one other thing, I know I said this before, but what I love about, the, you mentioned the WhisperSync, I love, um, I don't have an Audible you know, monthly account, but if you utilize WhisperSync, say if you find a book that you want on Audible, always look in the Kindle store to see if it's available on Kindle also, because if it is, is, it's going to be way, I don't know why they do this, but it's going to be way cheaper to buy the Kindle book and the Audible book, nine times out of ten, you know, an audible book could be like twenty-four bucks or whatever, thirty bucks if you're not a member. But if you buy the Kindle book with it, so if you buy the Kindle book and the audible book, it'll be like fifteen bucks total. I don't know. I don't know why they do that, but it's always way cheaper to get both of them. There you go. Just trying to
0: save you money here too. And don't forget to go to the local library. Um, they're becoming more and more popular. Um, even if for DVD movies, a lot of libraries carry movies now. So you want good, inexpensive entertainment. You don't have to spend a lot of money. If, if money is tight, the $12 a month monthly thing from Audible might be out of your budget, which could be. Go to the local library. I know the library has hundreds of audiobooks and every kind of topic out there. And there's free services, uh, like we talked about, uh, patio books. Um, you can search for Open Domain Books. You can search for Creative Common Books. You can go it's to Arch-
1: There's Gut- also the Gutenberg Project.
0: Gutenberg, exactly. Thank you. Uh, you can also go to archive.org. Uh, if you're even remotely interested in old-time radio, go to archive.org and just search old-time radio, and you will have thousands of hours <laughs> out there. And a really good way to download, they'll have all the episode. Let's say you click on X minus 1. And then you go to a page and there's 95 episodes out there. I don't know the numbers. I'm just throwing stuff out. Instead of clicking on every one, this is why I keep the fire. I'm not a big uh, Firefox browser fan anymore, but I keep it around for one add-on. It's called Download Them All. I can click on that add-on and it'll say, what are you looking for? And it'll say, I got MP3s here and I got AUGs here. I prefer AUG um, just because I truly believe size for size is better quality. So, I'll click OG or I'll click MP3 and I'll say, okay, download all the MP3s on this page. Boom! And it downloads, and you set one, two, or three at a time. And you'll say, okay, I got these, you know, three at a time and there's 95 on the page. Boom! It'll just start downloading all of them and put them in a folder for me. So, very easy way to get a lot of audiobooks at once for that or uh, old time radio shows. They even have old-time sports casts. Uh, They have some, you know, like from the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, some football games, some baseball games, the World Series, and stuff like that, which are fun to listen to also. So archive.org is a really good place for that. That's
1: cool. I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, okay. I think we've rambled on. We're going way over here. Uh, We're at 42 minutes now, so we better start wrapping this up. Uh, any last thing you want to say, Jonathan? No, nope, that's it. Cool. I appreciate everybody for listening to this uh, episode, taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, please join us next week when we, we're we going to be talking about Stark's War, the book. If you want to join us, come on. If you want us to do another book, let us know, Tracy at If And if you've even read the book and you let us know ahead of time, we will try to find the audio book and we will review it with you. Just let us know. And again, thank you, everybody. Time to go to your busy schedule, download and listen to this episode. Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a good day. Good week. See ya. Hi, this is Matt, the host of the MRP Tech Podcast. Each week, I discuss my adventures in technology in a family-friendly show. I'd like to invite you to take a listen to it. And you can listen to all the episodes over at podnuts.com and subscribe to the RSS feeds to download them directly to your mobile devices. I hope you're enjoying all the great content here on the network. And as always, thanks for listening.